Welcome to Soul Essence Wellness Center's podcast, a podcast to help you connect with your highest self that features episodes combining psychology, spirituality, and energy healing. Please welcome your host, Zandra Haas, a spiritual wellness coach, psychotherapist, and psychic medium in Boulder, Colorado. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast this week. Today is going to be all about how our beliefs and our bodies and our biology and our emotions, how they are all interconnected. You hear people say that often now as more and more holistic mindsets are coming into our world and there's more folks speaking, especially mental health practitioners, about how repressed emotions, traumatic instances, things like that that have happened to us and caused big emotional difficulties in spaces affect our physical body. And so I love that there's a holistic looking at mind-body-spirit connection, and yet sometimes it's still a little difficult to understand why and how those things are connected, as well as there can be sometimes a voice in the spiritual community that people may misinterpret or misunderstand the spiritual lens that says, if you're manifesting correctly, then you should be in vital health. You should have great, great health. Almost as if this reflection that when you're not having really high levels of health, that perhaps you're doing something wrong or that you deserve it. And so we can get in really tricky territory around folks feeling shameful or guilty or bad as if they're doing something wrong or that they deserve illness. And so I want to be a little bit of a bridge today around explaining how our beliefs can truly become biology without even realizing it, but from a very compassionate, loving lens that if you have illness or things that you have grown up with or things that you've been working on for decades, it does not mean that you should be in a place of blame or shame of saying you're doing this to yourself. Or on the other side, if you know someone in life that has been struggling for years and years or decades, or maybe just recently got diagnosed with something, it doesn't mean that a person should be blamed as if their thoughts and everything like that has created this because there's a lot of different pieces going into people's bodies from the food that we eat to the systems we grew up in. So much of who we are is the soup that we've been boiled in to take the frog in the soup metaphor. And so there's lineage, there's ancestry, there's so many pieces of what causes dis-ease in the body. And so I want to bring in this perspective around beliefs become biology, but from a little bit of a holistic kind of interconnected perspective. And the person I'm choosing to quote and to be on my team with this is a really amazing woman, MD, that actually wrote a book in the 90s that I love. Um, Her name is Christiane Northrup, I believe is how you pronounce her name, Christiane Northrup. And she wrote the book Women's Bodies, Women's Wisdom. 
and it's called Creating Physical and Emotional Health and Healing. And it's a chunk of a book, y'all. It is uh, definitely three inches. I think it's like, whoops, there goes my pen. <laughs> it's about, uh, I think, 800 pages if I flip through it here. Yeah, it's about it's about 800 once you get into the reference list. And I've been gobbling it up. So I'm going to take you a little bit on a journey today to bring in some of her information and also my own experience on the psychic, spiritual, mental health level of how I see this happening in folks that I see every day and have over the years. So before we jump in, I am going to set an intention and I usually do this before I press record and I realized today I want, I want to bring you all in to the affirmation, to the intention setting that I do before I record these so that you can feel into the space I'm creating for you and the space that we're all connecting and healing together with. So here it is. With abundant love and open hearts, we ask that this podcast be in alignment with our highest selves. I call in my guides and your guides and other high-frequency beings to be here with us to send love into your heart, and to remind you that you are a bright, empowered soul. May this podcast, may this channeling, may this creative spark of speaking be held in love, care, and deep, deep deep-rooted humanity. Aho. May it be so. So I want to start off with, again, this beliefs become biology. And this is a quote from Christiane. And she says, when we don't work through our emotional distress, we set ourselves up for physical distress because of the biochemical effect that suppressed emotions have on our immune and endocrine system. So I'm going to say this again. When we don't work through our emotional distress, we set ourselves up for physical distress because of the biochemical effect that suppressed emotions have on our immune and endocrine systems. When you look at emotional distress, trauma, things that have happened to the body, the way we're working with stress, how when we have certain beliefs or ideas how the body responds to that emotional overwhelm, right? So if you picture when you're overwhelmed and you're stressed out and it's your adrenal's job to produce cortisol or different hormones to get your body to be able to get through the stress, to survive the stress, it's not only your body pumping out certain hormones, right? But your body responds in a way of like, oh, okay, we need to be moving fast, Heart needs to be going faster. Blood needs to be pumping faster. We need to be breathing faster, right? Your whole body is put into alert mode. So for instance, if someone is in high levels of stress or anxiety because of their job, because of their life, there's a coined term. It's not necessarily represented in the medical community, but it's becoming more and more popular as more and more people are struggling with adrenal fatigue. 
So it's how your body being in a mode where it's constantly overworking itself and there's emotional distress, there's sadness, there's anger, there's frustration, and there's not time or energy to work through those things. And then you reach for the caffeines or the sugars or the whatevers of the world and your body stays in that rotation, you start burning out, right? You stop caring as much. You start being more fatigued, literally, simply, because your body can't keep up with the amount of energy that you're trying to run through it to produce whatever it is your goal in your life. And so that can directly relate a lot of times with women with thyroid pieces. And so that's just a one example But a lot of people might say, well, what if this is an illness I've been working on my whole life? What does that mean about a particular belief I have? And Kashan says something really beautiful that I love that really relates to the part I brought back and said at the first part of the podcast around not feeling like we're doing this to ourselves, right? Because you can take it in that direction around like, oh, if I'm ill, how am I doing this to myself? And there can be a lot of shame, especially for folks that have been in the medical industry their whole life or had autoimmune disorders, things of that. And she says, for healing to occur, we must come to see that we are not so much responsible for our illness as responsible to them. All right, so I'm gonna say this again, take a deep breath and kind of listen to this from a heart space perspective. For healing to occur, we must come to see that we're not so much responsible for our illnesses as responsible to them. So what does that mean, right? An example and in common term. If you've been listening on this podcast for a while, you'll hear me kind of occasionally delve into, but almost sort of glaze over, in some ways, my own health journey, this huge sort of interconnection between sensitivity and my own belief system, my internal self-talk that's had so much to do with healing big, big things around stomach and also around hormones and womb-based things. The reason I bring up the thyroid piece is it's because it's been something I've been actively working on, especially based around womb, around hormones, things of that nature, because of the system I grew up in around over pushing all the time, over creating, over delivering. Even before this podcast, if you can imagine, I was sitting on my couch, breathing, kind of sending energy healing to my thyroid, to my whole body with my hand on my throat. And I had this memory as I had my hand on my throat of just this constant energy. I needed to be a competitive basketball player. So many leagues, so many people and I was very young in basketball oftentimes when I was playing on leagues I was like two or three years younger because I was so tall it was just kind of a shoe in to be playing with people that were older and stronger and it was so much anxiety and I didn't even realize it but I suppressed so much of it you know like people would be excited to go to basketball practice and I could like barely eat I was so anxious because of so much pressure to put on myself to be really good. And so what happened is it suppressed anxiety, fear. I would constantly push it down. And even in basketball, there was a phrase, you know, pain is weakness leaving the body. So embrace pain, but not in the necessarily the Buddhist sort of context of it. It was absolutely the context of 
just push, just keep going, just get to the end of the list, get to the end of the practice. It'll be worth it, right? The Nike just do it energy. And I think there's something to be said around passion and discipline and doing things out of joy and excitement and care. But I had no idea how to do things from that place. So I suppressed a lot of emotional distress. And then later on in life, all of a sudden my adrenals, I got different hormone tests and they were like, you're literally empty on estrogen. You're literally empty on testosterone. You're literally empty on progesterone. You're going through a mini menopause. And I don't say this to you all in a way where to kind of make light of it, but also not to dramatize it in a way. What I'm truly doing is giving you the full energy of what happens when you don't tune into your system and you don't turn into your emotional world and you just keep pushing with this goal or this desire in mind, your beliefs become biology. So my belief was just work harder, right? It's okay. Work through the pain. Keep going. It'll be enough. You're not actually enough until you do this. Like all of this energy of push, 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 push. And it's so hard in our culture, right? Everything says... Nike, just do it. Push it. The people that are successful work the long hours. They do the things, right? They sacrifice. They don't eat, you know? There's all of this peace around, like you give your whole life to your goal. And I don't, like I said, there's a difference between discipline and control. Discipline means being passionate about something and being able and willing to go towards your goals in a consistent way, control comes out of anxiety and fear and a sense of not being enough. So there can be a huge difference between discipline and control. So I'm going to reel it back a little bit here. I wanted to give you an example and a personal and somewhat vulnerable example of when your beliefs become biology, when you suppress certain emotions, when you don't deal with your emotional world, how in the moment, even in the decade, maybe not even until decades later, the body is able to still overcome it. But sometimes we create patterns in the body at a really young age and we continue to use those patterns until they break down. And all of a sudden you have adrenal fatigue or you have, I think the exact term is adrenal insufficiency, right? Or there's things like, oh man, like a lot of autoimmune disorders and even Christian and it says like, why would the body attack itself? Like an autoimmune disorder is oftentimes when your body accidentally, in quotes, attacks itself. And she goes, why would your body attack yourself unless it's thinking and hearing your thoughts that there's something wrong with it? And that really hit me too of how much of us think there's something wrong with us. There's something not good enough about us and how our body listens to that and operates from those belief systems. And so her sort of perspective in a way is sometimes an autoimmune disorder especially it can be a hard feedback loop if you have been diagnosed with this and then you don't feel enough no matter what you do and all of a sudden your body takes on that biology and it becomes this whole biochemical process it's a it's a hard place and another example i want to give you and a quote from christian as well says that our thoughts emotions and behaviors are reflected or patterned simultaneously in the brain, spinal cord, organs, blood, lymph, and are an electromagnetic field. And her example that she gives that I love is actually all about tears. And she says how it's so important for our body to actually shed tears. 
And her example goes into the difference that if someone feels a big emotional emotion roll through them afterwards oftentimes there are tears in our society we suppress tears or crying because it's considered a weakness and she says like no this is so important tears biochemically she said from sadness and joy have completely different structures your body uses tears as a way to move toxins out of the body and as we know here toxins or certain buildup of chemicals in your body could have been created from trauma or certain belief systems, right? And so it's like by you feeling into these things, the body actually releases the chemicals or the toxins in the body that might have contributed to some of this in the first place. So she says like, oh my gosh, here we are suppressing this really beautiful process in the body and she's compared you know or someone else did that she's quoting literally the chemical structural makeup of tears are completely different isn't that amazing 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 so your body is trying to find health all the time and again some of us are born with different standard level of health as we're you know starting in our world and yet there's so much in there between genetics and ancestral trauma so just imagine if we take the ancestral trauma excuse me piece here if your ancestors struggled and had a lot of emotional distress and didn't have the space to release those things to talk about those things to be supported in those things and maybe they took on certain belief systems about worthiness or goodness or their personalities or the bodies or everything, and we believe those things in our body, that can become our biology and it can be passed down to us. You can be born and have no idea that an ancient ancestor really didn't like their body and passed down a sense of feeling not enough and how the body has been shaped literally in that way. So there's so much around the holistic standpoint of body, mind, spirit, emotions, they're all connected. And again, the reason I bring this subject in is because in the spiritual community, oftentimes there can be a misunderstanding, especially around manifestation, that if you're manifesting correctly, then everything should be great. Right? Like it's, that's not exactly it. The, the body is trying to find health. It's trying to communicate with us all the time. And so her quote about for healing to occur, we need to come to see that we're not so much responsible for our illnesses as responsible to them. This talks about attunement. This talks about our willingness to listen to the pain, to the ache, to the messages coming through, and to also look deeper beyond them. If there's a certain pain in a place, really talking with it and asking it, where does this come from? The last quote that I want to speak to you that Christiane says that I really love as well is the process of healing are emotional, psychological stresses results in biochemical changes in the body. Say it again. The process of healing are emotional and psychological stresses results in biochemical changes in the body this means that when you heal emotions thoughts trauma you integrate these things you allow yourself to speak to them to separate yourself from them to heal to evolve from them hold a higher perspective of them there are biochemical changes in the body that means your biology begins to change 
when you view yourself differently, when you take a different perspective, your body listens to you. Your body is listening to your thoughts. Your body is listening to what you think. And it's language is so important. Semantics are so important for how we see ourselves and how we talk with ourselves, how we view and value ourselves. Your body is listening. It is listening to you all the time. So just remember that when you hear something and you catch it and you hear, oh my gosh, I was just shameful towards myself. I just told myself that I wasn't enough. How is your body going to react to your belief system that you're not enough? Why would your body not listen to you? You know, you are, you have this huge command center in your brain, your pituitary gland, all of this spiritual awareness. It's very, very important that you acknowledge your goodness and who you actually are and start speaking that out on a daily basis. Even if you don't believe it right away, it can become your reality by reprogramming all of your thought process just through repetition. And if you're curious about how to do that, there's a really cool podcast I did uh, back, I can't remember what number it is, but it's called How Affirmations Can Change Your Brain. And this also really helps with making changes in the body as well. So thank you so much for being here for this podcast this week, the Beliefs Become Biology podcast. I hope this became helpful to kind of help you weave in how all the work you're doing on a mental and spiritual level can really positively impact the physical and vice versa. As always, sending so, so much love. Thanks for joining us this week on Soul Essence Wellness Center's podcast. Make sure to visit Zandra's website, soulessencewellnesscenter.com to find more resources about how to transform your life. Zandra is available for private coaching, energy healings, psychic readings, and much more.